0: You are listening to the Healing Pact Podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here, we highlight resilience, as well as validate and normalize real emotions and experiences. We push each other to be our best selves, a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed clinician, mom of one, and a survivor of childhood sexual assault. It is my mission to get women comfortable talking about their trauma, as I believe sharing our stories can encourage others to speak up and be real about our mental health. As women of color, we need to recognize how our identity plays a role in our past suffering. However, it also equips us with everything that we need to push through the hard stuff. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to keep up with all the new releases of new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Pack podcast. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York, licensed professional counselor in the state of Connecticut. I'm also a women's coach and I work on self-esteem, mental health concerns, and relationships. I wanted to come to you all today because we are in a new month. As I spoke about a little bit in my last episode, a lot of people have this feeling of starting over. For the month of February as kind of their do-over month because maybe January had just a little bit of the year before still lingering. And that's perfectly fine. Um, You know, it's typical to have this period of time that sometimes we call like a shadow period where changes are being made, but they're not quite there yet. And like I said in the last episode, it's normal for things like this to happen because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to prepare prior to the new year starting. So as someone who's focusing a lot on self-esteem, self-love, self-care, I usually use the month of February to really encourage people to focus on these things. February can be a very hard month for a lot of people out there, especially single women, um, I'm sure that you all have seen the way media handles Valentine's Day particularly. Um, the holidays can be big and very painful for a lot of single women out there. And as a single woman, I too have been in this boat before. I too have been nervous about the holidays coming up. They usually call them the big four because you have Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving is Christmas, after Christmas is New Year's Eve, and then you go right into Valentine's Day. So we know that this is a period of time that people tend to get engaged, make pregnancy announcements, um, they get all these wonderful gifts, they get their little hotel with the balloons and the flowers and the roses and the champagne, and... um it's very easy sometimes to fall into this trap of, you know, that's not my experience. I don't want to be online when things like this are happening. And sometimes it's hard to be happy for other people because year after year, you're not experiencing these things. So one thing I typically do for the month of February is really encourage people to love on themselves so much more. Um as someone who's born in February, whose uh, birthday is the same week of Valentine's Day, I felt like I used to struggle with this a lot um, because I always had to fight with my friends for some time. Because from majority of my life, especially my adult life, a lot of my friends were in these long term relationships, um, going on five, six, seven, ten years, or married and had kids, and I would try to do things like plan a birthday dinner or plan a birthday outing. And it was always this thing of, well, my partner wants me to do this. And I don't know if I'm available just yet. And on top of that, it's winter time. People don't like to be outside. Everything I want to do is like, okay, whatever. But um yeah, one, one thing I, I started doing for myself a few years ago is really taking A lot of um, solo trips are really using my birthday time to really love on myself and do things that I want to do. And one year, I think about two years ago, I challenged myself to practice 28 days of self-care and it was pretty challenging. You know, you never really realize how much time is wasted and how much it feels so in some ways unordinary to really love on yourself, and you would think that that's something that you should be able to do daily, but life gets so busy, we have so many things pulling at us, and our attention is all over the place at times, we don't get to really focus on ourselves, And this is why I usually challenge people to really take this time to do about 28 and on a leap year, 29 days of self-care. Do something for yourself, no matter how big or small that is. The fact that it's for you is all that matters. Whether that means something like starting a new wardrobe, committing to a new way of eating, eliminating something, maybe you have really bad sugar cravings. And because of that, you're not able to meet your weight loss goals. So maybe you can try for the next 28 days to cut that out. Um, Spending more time meditating, having a really nice warm bath, trying something new, taking a class. You know, there's so many different things you can do. I am very big on self-esteem. I'm very big on self-love, self-care, personal development. I'm all about growth. So I always tell people, to really challenge yourself to create that habit. And I know they say it takes 21 days to create a habit, but I want everyone to know that it takes 60 days to create a lifestyle change. If you can commit to something for 60 days straight, it is very much easier to etch that into your daily routine and for you to commit to it. It's not the easiest thing to do, and that's why I always tell people, even if you fall off a bit, even if you make a mistake, just... Get your mindset in check and get right back to it. So for those of you that are up for the challenge, I challenge you for the next 28 days to do something for yourself. One thing I really like to do that I actually started last year was celebrating my birthday. And I say that with air quotes. Um, You know, our birthday is once a year. But just really taking the time to build this discipline of taking care of yourself, of self-serving behavior, doing something for you before you do things for other people. We really have to get out of this habit of pouring into other people's cups when we haven't first filled ours. We get up in the morning a lot of times and the first thing we are doing is typically for somebody else, whether that means... Waking up a child to go to school or checking in with your husband or your wife because maybe they need something for you. Take a moment and do something for yourself, whether that means meditation, journaling, prayer, taking in a moment to reflect on the day before, cooking your favorite breakfast, making your favorite smoothie, taking a walk, going for a run, something. Just have that moment for yourself. I don't care if it's even two minutes a day. Just have that moment for yourself. We really need to get into the habit of doing these things on a regular basis so that we don't feel so drawn to these acts of love that we see other people get on a regular basis that maybe we don't have access to. And I know that it's hard sometimes to think about, well, when is my time coming? When is God going to give me this? When is the universe going to give me this? I've been manifesting so hard. Nothing is happening. And... It just really goes back to mindset and that comes from a mindset of scarcity and you really have to learn to shift gears into thinking about abundance. You already have everything in life you need. And I'm silent because I really want that to sink in. You already have everything in life that you need. Is that to say that you don't have things that are coming down the line? No. Of course you'll have more. But you have to first be in a place to be content with what you already have, with what your situation already is, in order for you to be in a place to receive the things that you say that you want. A lot of people are always focused on the next steps. They have this mindset of, when I get this, life is going to be great. If I just had this, life would be great. Why can't you appreciate the life that you have right now? There are so many people across this world that have far less than you, and they're happy because they learn to be content with what they have. Is that to say they didn't wish that they would have more, that they would have more opportunities, more food, more water, better clothes, more people to connect with on a daily basis, someone to talk to? Of course, they may want those things, but there's something truly powerful about being content with what you have in the season that you are in. Life is ever evolving. Things are always changing. This has to be the biggest mindset shift that I had last year in 2021. I'm learning to be happy with what I have. I'm learning to be okay with where I am. I'm always doing too much. I'm always thinking about the next step. Um, And it, it literally puts me in a state of worry and anxiety all the time. And as a mental health professional, I'm really trying to take my own advice and just live and just really enjoy simple things like getting the chance to go for a walk. I don't care if it's 20 degrees outside. Getting out of my apartment and physically going outside and taking a moment to really take in the nature, feel my body going through the motion of knowing I'm doing something for my health. Sometimes, even taking the time to listen to maybe that song that just released last week that I don't feel like I really got into because I didn't hear it with enough bass. I love things like that. And I turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. So that nobody can interrupt that moment because that moment is for me. I don't care if it's two minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. One thing I notice when I go for walks lately, as much as there have been times where I didn't want to go, sometimes I don't want to come back inside because I'm in this groove and just at peace. I'm having a moment for myself, I'm at peace, I'm happy. I can really sit with my thoughts. I can really flesh out ideas that come to mind. I do my best thinking when I'm by myself in silence. And sometimes it happens at the most weirdest times. Sometimes I get up at like 4 a.m. when everybody else is sleeping. And that's when my ideas come to me and I have to write them down or put them in my note section. And I have to say, how can I achieve that? This is something that I want. What do I need to do to prepare for this thing that I want? What season do I have to be in to have this thing? Who do I need to be to have this thing? That's a question that a lot of people need to ask themselves. Who do you need to be to receive that thing that you say you want? What action steps do you need to take? How can you make this a realistic and tangible thing that can later be a part of your life? If you're doing the things that you're doing today... Are you going to be able to get that thing that you say you want? Because if you don't make the changes now, you're not going to be in a place to receive that thing. And that's just the honest truth. You have to be really realistic with yourself. And the idea of taking an idea and bringing it to fruition is very transformative. And it's very interesting to think about how much can change and transpire when you just take the time to really flesh out something and really work and give your all to that it's really transformative and it lets you know how capable you are to do the things that you say you want to do and it also gives you a sense of validation that you have everything you need to have the things that you say you want people ask me all the time you know, how do you do it? How you do that? And I've really shifted into this mindset of I have everything I need. And if something is for me, then it will be mine. And I have no reason in the world to worry about it. I have no reason in the world to worry about when it's going to come, how long it's going to take, why it's not here now, who's getting in the way. I am very big on prayer. I'm big on manifestation. I'm big on asking for what I want. I'm big on trying to prepare myself for the things that I say I want. And I can honestly tell you, I started 2021 with the word abundance and this belief that I will get everything I say I wanted in the time frame that I said I wanted. And I truly felt the power of vocalizing those things and getting them, sometimes in a matter of days. And sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's exhausting to get the things that you say you want because, like I said, if you're not in a position to receive them, it's going to run you into the ground. Manifestation is really interesting. It's a interesting concept, and I have friends that that mention it all the time. But I'm a believer in saying what I want And being open to receiving and and being specific. And it may not always look the way I want because there's usually something better. But I don't believe in missed opportunities anymore. If something passed me by, it's because there's something better. Or it just wasn't for me. And sometimes we want to hold on to things in our life. We want this thing to work out. And sometimes it's just not working out. Because it's not for you. It was not created for you. It was not crafted for you. There are things in this world that are being specifically crafted for you. And you're wasting your time trying to make this other situation, this other person, this other relationship, this other opportunity work. It's not for you. And it's okay that it's not for you. And I know sometimes it's hard to accept that. Because you have faith in this thing or this opportunity or this person that it's going to pan out. But if it's hard, and I don't mean hard as in there's a challenge. If it's hard, like you just keep facing this stone wall every time you feel like there's progress. It's typically because it's not for you. And the earlier you recognize that and acknowledge that the faster you will be available for the things that are for you. We have to make space for the things that we say we want. We have to release things that will be a threat to the thing that we say we want. If you want a relationship, but you don't know how to take care of yourself or love yourself, you don't have clear boundaries, what is that, what's going to happen to that relationship? A lot of people like to talk about right person, wrong timing, and stuff like that. Not to say it's anybody's fault, but how many times have you been in a situation where you felt, wow, this is amazing, this is going well, and then that person retreats? Sometimes because they didn't do the work that they were supposed to do, but sometimes it's also because you didn't do the work you were supposed to do. Maybe you still have some toxic traits that you have to figure out. Maybe you are emotionally unavailable. Maybe you don't know how to communicate. These are all things that can be a threat to that thing that you say that you want. A lot of people are praying for a husband or a wife. Pray to be that husband or wife that the person you're praying for is going to need. Because you're not going to meet them until you're ready. You're not going to meet them until you're ready. And unfortunately, you're probably going to kiss a lot more frogs before you find them. It doesn't have to be that way. But the more that you focus on yourself and your self-energy and being present with your life and content with your life and actively working on those things that you say you don't want to be a part of your life anymore, the more you're going to be able to shift and move into that position that you say you want so i'm really encouraging everyone for the next 28 days do something for yourself february is the shortest month of the whole year you can commit to 28 days you can do it and if you skip a day pick up the next day but just get into this discipline this routine of doing something for yourself creating those non-negotiables You don't have to explain to anybody what you're doing and why you're doing it. Just do it for you because at the end of the day, you are the only person that matters. Everyone else has to wait. And I don't care who they are. And that's not to say to be selfish or selfless or anything like that. Just make sure that you are a priority. Self-care is a priority. Taking care of yourself is a priority. Period. Full stop. There's no explanation. There's no yes, but, no, but. It is a priority, and you will wither away if you do not take it seriously. So I'm encouraging you to pick up that discipline, to do this differently. You can do it for the next 28 days, but I'm encouraging you to do it for the rest of your life if you can. Make time and make space for yourself because you matter. Your mental health and most cases your physical health depend on this. It literally depends on this. Remove yourself from situations that are not working. Remove people that are not working. Remove stress. Whether it's that job, that person, your parent. Put those boundaries up. Do something differently. Make a plan. Have an escape plan if you need to. I understand that things don't always change overnight. But be active, not reactive. Be proactive. Plan ahead. You know certain things are not going to work out. So plan ahead. Don't wait. You have everything you need. And I want you to really believe that. You have everything you need right now, right here, to do the things you say you want to do. It is very hard to be diligent. It's very hard to be intentional. But you've got to do it. And it's not going to be perfect, but you will get there in due time. Just be patient with yourself. Give yourself compassion and gratitude. You have everything you need. And I'm going to keep saying that because you do. Really take the time to look at your life. You have everything you need. And you will get those things that you say you want the minute you shift your mindset and your energy to believe that you deserve those things and that you're capable of getting them. That's the end of this episode. I look forward to speaking you all, speaking to you all again next week. And that's it. See you next week.